Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists Malaganis Edwards Johnson. Producer Michael in for Ned this morning, who, uh, as we just heard just before Pink, then could not speak this morning. No, he had incredible difficulty with speaking. He he would maybe start a sentence well. You yep. start with a little bit of bass in your voice, and then it completely goes the more you talk. So. Look, this was a little bit of a shame in terms of timing for Ned. Obviously, it's never good when anyone's sick, but today in particular, because we had a bit of business to do this morning, which was discuss Friday's show yep. where we went over the side of Love at Tower, do sort of like a post-match analysis. Mm-hmm. Um, look, Michael, I have been truly overwhelmed by how lovely some of the comments people have been um, in response to the video that's up on social media at the moment. Sean yep. and Creech from our digital department have done near on one of the best wrap-up videos I think I've ever seen for something in Australian radio ever. Yeah. So That could have aired on TV. It could have been part of a TV show for sure. Mm. You can go and check it out right now on our social media to see what it was exactly like. It is honestly the best encapsulation of the whole experience for it me. It has everything from the light-hearted side of things before and after, but the... It, the gravitas of what happened in the moment. Look, I don't want to get too serious, but we had to bring Ned down. So yep. Ned had to come down off the side of the building uh, about halfway through the stunt itself. Yeah. We had to... Ned had a moment off air that yes. was not on air, and I'm very glad it wasn't on air, mm-hmm. and he he, was just, he just wasn't handling it. The no. fear had overtaken him, um, and he was basically... The funniest thing about it, though, was he didn't want to come down still. Like Not he, at all. He, uh, you could tell he was trying to tough it out, and yeah. we both ended up making the call for him. Mm-hmm. Initially me, mm-hmm. and then... Daddy Michael back in the studio. You put on a tone of voice that I don't think I... It was very reassuring, very authoritative, but I've also never heard it before. I've heard it many times from my own father. Yeah. Um, It was funny. It was proper dad authority voice. Can I do basically what it was? I'll try and do an imitation of it. Okay. So Ned's freaking out. Properly freaking. Properly freaking out. And I said to him... We're just you be the code word was tiramisu. Yes. And I just said, Ned, you're getting off the building, like mm-hmm. tiramisu. And he was like, No, 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 no. Just if just and because he, he what he wanted to do was stop. They were putting him down and he wanted to stop. Yeah. And he was like, just stop. And I'm like, No, you you can't do this anymore. Like you've got no. to get off the building. We're gonna start doing some permanent damage if you don't get off the building. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, because Ned's arguing, out of nowhere, I hear in my headphones <laughs> from the studio Michael go, Ned, you are getting off the tower. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, Who's this guy? <laughs> wow, I feel safe all of a sudden. Safe and scared all at the same time. All of a sudden, I don't know what's happening. Uh, but I think, I, I yeah, I had, to, I had to put my foot down on, on that side of things. Yeah. As someone who was listening to it as well, because I heard a lot of stuff. It, what people heard on Friday morning was all but a taste yeah. of what was actually happening. I heard the entire thing that was happening during the ads, during the songs. It was... It was a lot to hear, and for Ned, he handled it like a champ, but he did he did need someone to call it for him. I'm going to play you some audio because, as Mike said, there's a lot there's a lot of I guess we were doing the radio show, so there was a lot of not wanting to freak people out, but there were a lot of moments between songs during the ads, all that stuff, where there was some real gut check situations where it was like, "What are we doing? Why yeah. are we doing this?" The hanging there, not doing the show, was the absolute worst part. Yeah, like if we'd just been able to talk the whole time, it would have been a distraction. But there was the times where we just sit, and between news and sport, I probably shouldn't say how long it is because people would never listen <laughs> to commercial radio again. But there, it's it's tens of minutes that you are sitting there with no talking to do, and you just 
dangling on the side of a 26-storey building. Yeah, we, as we've talked about it, it's a combination of what you would have been fine is you going up and going straight down in one hit, like yep. if you were down in five minutes. Would have been terrifying, but doable. But it's it's the hanging around and hanging around oh. at a super big height. So oh, you're sit, sit, sitting the there at like 80 metres in the air, not doing anything. Play some audio of when I first went over, yep. because I can walk you through this and I can tell you the part of it that is the most honest to how the rest of it felt. So have a listen to this. He's good. He keeps saying he's good. He's saying good to a point where I don't think he's good, but... Yep, yep, yep. Okay, I'm holding on. I'm holding on. Okay. Down yep, yep, let's go down. Going let's down. Go down. We can pick you up. Okay, now you can okay. hear Josh going down. Okay. All right, I'm down. Okay, you good? Okay. You're good. I can see you. The you're ropes good, have mate. my whole weight. Yep. Yeah, oh, my God. Okay, you good. Oh, my God, you're that good, fell mate. a little bit. That fell a little bit. You're good. You're good. You're all good. You're okay. completely all good. How all right, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You're okay? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm okay. Yep. You don't sound okay, okay. but okay. you certainly are okay from our end. I'm okay. Okay. I think we're going to have to go to a song, Michael, because there's no way we're going to be able to okay. do this at once. I'm sorry, I can't hear what Ned's saying. The tech setup, I can't hear Ned. That's so. all good. I'll, I'm taking care of this. Michael, go to a song, and we'll come back, and I'll go over the edge. Okay. So, yep. by the way, big shout-out to both Griggs and Scotty, who in the tech setup did an amazing job. Oh. That might have been the only thing where I was like, oh, I can't hear Ned, but everything else was flawless. Fine. So yeah, yeah. please excuse my fear for saying that on air <laughs> just then. But the thing I wanted to play you was the audio that still makes me a little clammy to hear Mm -hmm. and a little sad to hear, and it's this. I'm good. (laughs) I'm okay. Yep. Yeah, that. That that is how it felt the whole time we weren't on air. Yeah. That that fear, and that that was very Mm -hmm. real, and it was a constant confirming to yourself that you're safe, Mm -hmm. that everything's okay, because it was such an unnatural thing to be doing. It is. Now, for me, I'm sitting here in the studio, can't see anything, but I can hear everything. When I heard... And I have my hand hovering over the microphone button, ready to turn Josh's microphone off, especially around that time when your voice started to shake a little Mm. bit because it was starting to get to the point of, I don't know if, should like, Josh may not want people to hear this. Yeah, yeah, right, okay. Is that really what you were thinking? That I might be like, so, yeah, yeah, okay. But then... Wow, that's lovely of you. Went went to a song and then Ned did it. Mm -hmm. and uh, Ned was cracking jokes, which as somebody's known Ned for 10 years, that was the biggest warning sign that something was very wrong. (laughs) He wasn't taking it seriously. And I'm like, oh, he's not handling this at all. Yes, exactly. Um, Look, I I think the thing that's blown my mind, because I've gone back and had to listen to it, Mm -hmm. you can check out the podcast right now, but the video is the best way to see it. But yeah, the podcast and having lived it, the love and care from everybody, but particularly the three of us in the show, I'm very proud of the way the show operated, because you, you can hear when Mike first speaks to us on air, the care in your voice, it was very <laughs> reassuring to have you in our ear the whole time, I will say that much, yeah, but there's just everybody from the team here at Hit 104.7 was con- mm-hmm. were constantly checking on us, trying to make sure our loved yep. ones were there for us, it was, it was a lot of love and care that went on, and I'm very, very grateful for that, but... To wrap up Pony Up for Pegasus, Mm -hmm. thank you to everybody from Canberra because the amount of people that have reached out to us since this stunt was done and asked us how we were, asked Mm -hmm. us how we felt, um, we're okay. Everything's good. It was an amazing, amazing experience. And as I said, it was a a once-in-a-lifetime experience because I ain't ever doing that shit again, okay? So we're not not next year? (laughs) Never, ever, ever, ever again. All right, it is time for our Pink in Paris sneak peek at tomorrow's code word, tomorrow being the 31st of May. Now, Mike, you're still here because Ned is sick. Yeah, poor thing. Doesn't yeah. have a voice. Let's uh, let's go with the code word. What do you think it is? 
the code word. I, th- I would hope it's something French. It's Notre Dame. Ooh, mm-hmm. I like that. Or Notre, Notre, Notre Dame, depending on what your accent is. It's not Notre Dame. It's Notre Dame. Yeah, hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. Notre Dame is the code word for tomorrow's pink in Paris. This might be a little self-indulgent, but it's not at the same time. So let's let's just go on a little journey. I'm currently looking after the house because Carrie is in Melbourne, mm-hmm. um, my partner Carrie, and I. It's not my house. I'm looking after yes. her house. The two dogs are there. That's why I'm there. I'm not staying at my apartment. I'm staying at her house. Uh, on on Saturday night, Sun, Sunday, Sunday night, Sunday night, Sunday night, you and I had a little catch up to watch uh, WWE Night of Champions. Yes, we did. We had a little charcuterie board. Because it was a mini one, it was only the two of us. It wasn't yep. a big serving. I had some pizza. Yeah, uh, it was it was great. Did you at any point? think of it as, like, my house? Did you at any point think of that? Or when you're house-sitting, is it still someone else's house, even if you have guests? A little bit. A little bit. Not completely and fully. Yeah. But there was definitely an air of... It being... I was comfy. Cu- yeah, you were very comfy. Okay. Yeah. You were because you were setting up the fireplace yes, and everything, yep, mm-hmm. which was very... You did a very good job Thank with you. the fire. Thank you. Um, but because I've spent time with you at your actual apartment, yeah. your actual home that belongs to you, Yes. this one felt... Because, again, I've been to Carrie's many, many times. Mm-hmm. But Carrie's always been there. Carrie has always been there. I've never been there when she hasn't been. Was it odd? A little bit. Yeah. So this is the thing. I think when you're house-sitting and you try and pass it off as your house, it doesn't quite work. Mm. I mean, the only reason this was even, I think, a glimmer of working was because I do live there a lot of the time anyway. And you have been there before with me there. Mm -hmm. If this was just some random house that you had been invited to of a friend that you didn't know, Mm -hmm. do you reckon you ever would have got there? You ever would have got to, he's owning this place. Definitely not. I mean, I've passed that before in the past and I've Mm -hmm. invited people round to, you know, catch up and everything while I've house sat. And that house would have... It was it was big. It would have a hot tub yep. and everything. And I'm walking around, kind of like feeling like I own the place, but knowing deep down, and knowing deep down, your friends don't feel like that anyway. They no, don't feel like, like you own the place. Jeez, he's, he's lucked into this. Jeez, hasn't Michael's he? doing well for himself. That's not what they're thinking. Not they're at thinking, all. geez, look at Michael playing house. Isn't this cute? <laughs> it's like that's what. So that's what it would be like if yep. he had his own place. I think if you also just for those playing along at home, stop this break before I start asking you about my girlfriend Carrie. It sounds like we had a romantic, lovely evening on. Sunday. The fire I was started beautiful. the fire. There was a charcuterie board. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Yeah. Look, I didn't realize how much of a problem this is going to be in my life until maybe about, oh, I'd say a month ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, my partner, Carrie, has gotten really, really into the TV show Love is Blind. I, oh, okay. Now, I don't know how that show works. No, I'm look, I'm unfamiliar. The problem is I jumped onto I'm unfamiliar with how it works, but God, do I know some of the storyline. And this <laughs> is what I wanted to talk about this morning. Like, I am at the point with this where, and I think anybody in a relationship that has a partner that's watching a show that they're very excited and passionate about, you've got to pull a ripcord at some point and just say, I'm just going to watch it because... <laughs> At this stage, mm-hmm. I have had so much of Love is Blind explained to me that I actually just should have watched it. Like It would it, have been easier. It would have been easier. It would have been more enjoyable. Like I, I love the sound of my girlfriend's voice. Okay. But her explaining Love is Blind has been 
Oh my god, it's been boring. It's been so boring. I bet. But I'm trying to be an enthusiast. Oh, that sounds interesting. Oh, and that's the next story. Oh, and now some of the exes have come back, have they? And that's all. Now we're trying to they're quote unquote the second choice. But we're trying to see if anyone can be tempted by the. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. There's there's a limit. I feel like it's more so with reality shows as opposed to your standard dramas or anything. Yes, explaining what's happening on a reality show is way more boring than explaining what's happening on whatever the biggest drama show right now is. So think about it, right? This is literally what I think this is akin to. So if you are explaining what's happening on a reality show, it is the same as telling your partner ad nauseum what you did during your day. Yeah. So you're like, oh, and then and then Sarah from the office said this, and then Jack came in and said this, and I yeah. said this. And it's like except, explaining the gossip of your friendship group in a weird way. Except you're not in it. So when Carrie tells me about her day, or when I tell Carrie about my day, there's a central figure that I can connect to and go, oh, well, that happened to Carrie, so I care about that. It's like she's telling me the same story, except she's not in it. And so I'm just hearing gossip about people I don't know. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, if you are hearing your partner constantly try and tell you about a reality show heed my advice just watch the show just watch, just the, watch show. the show you've already lost at this point you are in a situation where your partner has declared this is very important to me mm-hmm. we are going to be talking about that just watch the show well, just watch the show you've introduced carrie to various shows in the past i have i have is has she introduced her, you to shows that aren't like reality one shows? show just one show? And it was one show where I went, you know what, this is just going to be easier if I watch it. And I actually ended up loving it. Well, great. Maybe you can love Love is Blind. Yeah, I don't know. Because Selling Sunset has the cool houses and stuff. That's true. It, that's the other show I fell in love with. Selling Sunset's fantastic. Okay. Well, can I just be clear? Mm-hmm. I will watch Selling Sunset now without Carrie. Oh, that's So that's good, where yeah. you end up. That's where you <laughs> might end up. But if you are listening to your partner ad nauseum talk about a reality show and you're not watching it, just start, do it. Just, just suck it up and watch start it. Start watching the show. <laughs> just do it. Mike is in for Ned this morning. Um, Hello. Ned's sick and uh, really just has no voice. That's why we've yeah. sort of gotten rid of him this morning. We've heard snippets already this morning of how sick Ned is. He's very unwell. He, he, couldn't, he couldn't keep up a conversation. But I'll tell you what I'm sick of. Hypocrisy. Hmm? Hypocrisy. <laughs> what's what's a hypocrisy, Josh? No, look, we are updating more of our plastic bans here in the ACT. Is so, that not a good thing? No, I mean, it is a good thing. And before I keep talking, let me be clear. I do think this is a very good thing that we're starting to work out how we can live without plastic as much in our lives. Great, fantastic, great. Great, 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 great. We've all seen the video. Great? We've all seen the video of the turtle with the straw. This is why we need to do this. I uh-huh. get it. I understand. But... Uh, hypocrisy, nonetheless, <laughs> and I'll tell hypocrisy. you, and I will tell you why in just a second after I update you as to what's going on. So apparently, single-use, um, sort of all that—that's what we are all about: getting rid mm-hmm. of single-use plastic. Big bags gone. Yeah, uh, as of next year. So the, you know how Woolies, Woolies kind of did on their own. That yeah, way, we yeah. get rid of the plastic bags. Yeah, Coles going to be forced to do that anywhere that does a plastic bag. Not to be, uh, not to be happening by January first next year. Wow. Apparently, um, little micro beads in like soaps and all that sort of stuff. They're not going to be allowed anymore. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, and this one is from July first. So this is only in like you know what a month. Yeah, plastic plates and bowls. Also gone. Oh, they're all gone. Gone, gone, gone. God, parties are now going to be... You're going to... Again, that's the thing. Now we're going to go to, what, paper plates. I think so, so, yeah. Which, if you have anything that's slightly heavy, a greasy slice of pizza, for example, you need, like, 
two of those plates to keep it sturdy so it doesn't, like, fall through. There'd be bachelors all around Canberra who used to do what I used to do when I shared a house. I used to get into arguments with my housemate about cleaning up the kitchen, Mm -hmm. and so I bought a bunch of plastic plates and just started throwing them out after every meal. Uh, This was back 10 years ago. Uh, And that was one way to win an argument and cause (laughs) cause some actual real feelings of, um, you know, anger from your housemate. Mm. But also now not an option anymore. And some environmental damage. Yeah, massive environmental damage. So now you're going to have to wash wash everything. Okay, fine. You shouldn't sure. be doing it the first place. No, don't worry. Don't worry. That's, everyone has a different different path in life. It's fine. <laughs> um, here's where the hypocrisy comes in. Yes. I was lucky enough to go to the United States of America a couple of, a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. We talked about it on the show. I went to a gym uh, at the hotel that I was staying at. Yeah. At that gym, mm-hmm. there was a water fountain. Sure. Next to the water fountain, there were cups. Sure. To put the water into the cup so you could drink it. Right. The cups were plastic. Of course they were. It's America. But not only were the cups plastic, the cups were individually wrapped in little plastic bags. Oh, those ones. Little plastic sleeves around each plastic cup. (laughs) Yeah. In a pack of like a (laughs) hundred. So a hundred plastic cups and every single plastic cup had a plastic sleeve around it. Mm Mm-hmm. Not just that, but plastic straws. Everywhere. As far as the eye could see. Yes. Plastic cutlery, plastic pu- bowls, plastic <laughs> containers, plastic this, plastic that. Everything that you were handed by someone in a straw, if you were handed a plastic straw, it was in a plastic wrapper. <laughs> there, are four, there are 400 million of them yeah. over there. As long as they're doing that, why do I have to go, geez, do I want to carry my uh, my milk home in the car or do I want to buy a plastic bag, that is, oh, sorry, a paper bag that is going to snap the second I get out of the store and shatter my milk absolutely everywhere? Depending on how environmentally conscious your friends are, your friends might start asking you if you're going to America anytime soon to bring back... Bring back some straws. straws. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we should all be living by the example they set over there, but my point no. is if there's 400 million of them doing that over there and they're living life with their plastic. <laughs> Why can we not just life? have some of the... At least straws. At least straws. <laughs> we haven't worked out... see the turtle? We haven't worked out paper straws yet. I'm sick of living in this life. Josh, I want to talk about free samples. Yeah, well then do. Well then I no will. No one's going to stop you. Free samples, I love them. I not usually... I Look, read between the lines. I was at a place... Yes, uh, uh, over the weekend where they do serve a lot of free samples on the weekend. You're at Costco. I was at Costco. Look, if you're about to say something negative, let me be very clear. We say enough positive stuff about Costco on this show and they don't give us money. So mm-hmm. they, they've, they've had this. It all works out in the, the wash. It does more than work out in the wash. <laughs> anyway, so as I'm Which walking... I'm sure you could get a great washing machine from Costco at a great price as well. I'm sure you could. Um, but while I was walking around and I was tasting some free samples, I was going around, I was tasting some flatbreads. They were lovely. I tried some chorizo. So lovely oh, as well. Delightful. However, there were two things I did notice. One was a really good free sample thing specifically for Josh mm. and one super underwhelming free sample. And both of those items are in this room right now. What? Yeah. So the best. That's strange. I'll start I'm with the best. I'm looking around. I can't see anything. I'll start with the best thing for you. Okay. They were giving out free samples of Monster Ultra Rosa. You're kidding. Yes, they were. They were giving out free samples of Monster Ultra Rosa, which is an energy drink. Yep. That is. 
You're but obsessed with. You have I'm two cans a day. With. It's so popular, though. Why would they need mm. to be telling anybody what that tastes like? I'm not sure. They were just in those little sauce-sized tubs. Yeah, that's it's right barely enough. a mouthful. That's right enough. That's Again, a shot. You don't a, want that. It's a free sample, remember. Can I please ask you a question? Mm. Did you happen to notice how much they're selling them for? Couldn't tell you. I'm sorry. Useless to me. Well, you they are sell useless them in like 24 can packs sort of thing. Yeah, I understand what they'd be doing. They'd be okay. selling slabs of them. They're Costco. Yes. That's what I want to know. How much is for a slab? <laughs> I can't remember. What's wrong I was, with you? Why I would you not have looked that up? I wasn't in the market for outrageous. A outrageous. It's not all about you, Michael. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the super underwhelming one. Well, yeah, you've been saying that there was a super underwhelming free sample, mm. and I mean that was that's rad. A mm. Free Monster Energy drink. That's great. Now, when you think about free samples, what do you want? You want to try something new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to maybe taste something you haven't tasted before or taste a new brand of something you have a flavour that you're familiar with. The thing I love about Costco free samples is quite often it'll be like uh, I've travelled the world while mm-hmm. still staying here in Canberra. I'll exactly. get to try, try some cuisine I've never tried from Mexico or, mm-hmm. you know, something, some Asian delicacy that I'm like, yeah, this is oh, beautiful. I never had this before and now I'm buying a 25 pack of it. They were trying out some pot noodles oh, uh, there before. This beautiful. is what I'm talking about. It's like being uh, very culturally enlightened mm-hmm. Without having to leave Majura Park. Now, this sample was uh, clearly uh, cast aside because it was mm. in a ve- not a very good location. Okay, so this as is well. an afterthought free sample. Yeah. Yes, very much so. This free sample was stuck with the washing detergents mm. and everything. Not a, not appetizing. Yeah, no, though. not at all. Because the free sample that they were giving little taste tests of were bottled water. Would you like? Hey, have you tried Sorry, new? What? Have you tried new water? Or what? It was. Was it even? Still, was it at least it wasn't Fiji water? It, it wasn't, wasn't Fiji, Fiji water. I think it was Kirkland. Uh, oh god! It was just straight bottled water. Not not sparkling. No, nothing like that. Just standard bottled water. Could have been from the tap. We don't know, but it was. It was from a bottle. That is a slow day at Costco, a, isn't it? And it's a very, it's a very day. lazy day. Who hasn't tried water before? Let me be clear. I think from from what I just would guess right now, you know how they have like the little the little burners to to cook things up. Yes. But the, someone's forgotten to get a cast canister for the little uh, burners. Yeah, you're going to oh, crap. We're a burner down. Uh, oh, water. Oh. Let's just get water. What do we need? <laughs> we don't need to prepare anything. Let's just get water. water that'll, that'll do. do that'll do. <laughs> Producer Mike is sitting in for Ned this morning, who is not well. No, poor boy. He was in about oh, a little over half an hour ago. Yeah. This is that's how last minute it was. We didn't actually realise how bad Ned's voice was. Well, Ned did. He said he didn't. Well, actually, I guess that's true. If you When you wake up in the morning, you don't do a lot of talking, do you? So it's probably yeah. like he didn't even realise until he started trying to interact with us how Correct. bad his voice was. Yeah, yep. true, true, true. Oh, look, the point is, he's not here today, mm-hmm. but we were slightly nervous that given that it's been a long weekend, yep. there would be people in management here that wouldn't believe he was genuinely sick. Yes. That would think, oh, he's taken a four-day weekend. Three-day wasn't enough. He's it's, gone for a four-day. And it's very easy to do that with a long weekend. It is. Uh, and so with that in mind, but then we started thinking, you know what, look, management, sure, that's that's genuinely a concern for us, as it is always, but... Uh, in, in a larger sense, our management are the people listening to this show. That's and true. we went, well, you know, we never actually give an excuse to you guys. What are we What are we doing? That's also true, actually. We don't We don't report back to you. No, with- we should. We should. We should. When we're sick, we should present our doctor certificates to you guys. We should maybe throw it up on the Instagram or do something like that. <laughs> just, show, just show that we genuinely had a reason to abandon you on a given morning. So with that in mind, I thought, well, why don't we get Ned down to record essentially an audio doctor's note? 
I like that. So, so you listening can decide whether or not he should have taken the day off. And I, you, I think I haven't actually listened to this audio because you guys went down and recorded this a little mm-hmm. bit just before, a little bit before six o'clock this morning. And but I, all I know is from my interactions with Ned, the boy can barely put a sentence together without it sounding like a whisper. So, with that in mind, Canberra, here is, if it does satisfy you, your audio doctor's note from Ned. Have a listen. All right, we got Ned here. This is for your audio sick note. It is 5.32am. You did try and come to work. Yes, so here is my sick note. Oh, uh, my, my voice, I sound like the receptionist from uh, Monsters, Inc. So I'm watching you, Wikowski. Don't try and do it. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, so this is me being at work, but I uh, am going home because I need to go to the doctor's. Oh, my God, you need yeah. to go to the hospital. My voice keeps dropping. It's like I'm getting bad reception from my voice. <laughs> okay, all right. So all right I'm, go- yeah, I'm audio- going home. I was here, but I'm going home. It's your audio doctor's note. Yeah, bye-bye. Uh, yeah, hospital, not doctor. I mean, yeah. he's ready for a job at an AM station. No, he does. He sounds good, doesn't he? Welcome yeah. at CZ listening this morning with <laughs> Nasty Ned. Or he's here with you. Yeah, Nasty Ned's that, new. Or, or, or this is that, or Love Song Dedications. Love Song Dedications yeah. with Nasty Ned. <laughs> nasty Ned. I don't know why we have to call him that, but we are, and we will for the rest of the morning. <laughs> Michael, I wasn't surprised because he's old. Mm-hmm. Ish, but I was taken aback a bit by Koshi announcing that he was leaving Sunrise. I was a little surprised at that as well. When that news came out yesterday, I was like, oh, well, he's like 67 or something, isn't he? Like waking up at 3 a.m. every morning to get makeup done and go and do three hours of live television. That's got to be getting old. For over 20 years. He's been doing it since the early noughties. Like he's basically, didn't he originate Sunrise with Mel Doyle? I think there was one other host before him, maybe. I can't remember that. Anyway, the point is, (laughs) the point is, he's been doing this for two decades, more than. And yeah, probably time for a break. Honestly, I I would get sick of the three AM alarm for twenty years. There is very strong rumours going around that Dr. Chris Brown is going to be taking his place. I did see that. It is does seem a little bit too coincidental that Chris Brown has uh, seemingly moved to Channel Seven for an unknown project. And now this has happened, and his contract starts at exactly roughly the time Koshy's announced he'd be leaving. Mm-hmm. And uh, the people are saying it's a little too suspicious. That's certainly what is being said, and I can buy into those rumours, but think, they are just rumours. Look, waking up with Dr. Chris Brown, who hasn't fantasised about that, that is uh, <laughs> absolutely something I can Roger see. Roger Ramjet himself. I can see it happening, is the point I'm trying to make. And, um, well, at least I could. I could see it happening. Mm-hmm. Until later yesterday afternoon, when I discovered that West Australian uh, Premier Mark McGowan has also announced his retirement in the same day. That was also another surprise, because that dude, I think in the WA election that Mm. was last held, landslide. He's very popular. He's very popular. Mm -hmm. And I think it was largely because he was almost considering just shutting Western Australia off from the rest of the country and seceding, (laughs) which having lived in Perth for a couple of years, that is what they want to do. So, I mean, they they would be on board with it, probably why he's so popular. But, um, (laughs) well, look, do we not not think the obvious is happening? What? Mark McGowan's obviously taking over as host of Sunrise. You reckon Mark McGowan? I reckon he's going from politics to presenting. That's what I reckon. I reckon he's going straight from Premier of Western Australia to host of Sunrise. (laughs) Why would they both announce it in the same day? It is, you know what, there is something to be said for that. However, also, uh, for a guy who was 
allegedly very on board with seceding from mm. the rest of Australia. It's like, no, I'm going to go live in Sydney yeah. and present Sunrise. I bet you Sunrise starts being presented from Perth. Oh, is that? Oh, that's another the thing. The problem then is you're going to have to wake up at midnight and start <laughs> doing the show at 1am. So that doesn't, maybe it's not Sunrise, I don't think it's it works. Dead of Night is what the show's now called. <laughs> Mike, yeah, there is a very strange thing going on in the world of space. Ooh. We've got uh, some boffins. What? That word's Bo- not used enough anymore. What's it say? Like scientists. Oh, okay. The right. boffins at NASA. The boffins. Yeah, the boffins at NASA. <laughs> they sound adorable. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Um, they are working very hard on cracking a code that has come from space. They don't know the code. They don't know the origin of the code, except for wait, they do, mm-hmm. because they put it there. Um so what? what is happening <laughs> is a spacecraft orbiting Mars has been emitting a bizarre code. Right. And the idea behind this is that NASA is now trying to decode this message to practice for if they were to ever find a code from an extraterrestrial species. So they're setting their own little mind teeth. They have. They've done, okay. they've done that. They're doing their own Sudoku. They've just basically put a code out there and now they're working at trying to crack it to basically prepare... In the event uh-huh. that an alien species, because they wouldn't be talking in code, but we wouldn't understand them, right. so we have to try and get to the bottom of all of it. Have they just written this in wingdings? Who or? knows? This is exactly right. It's just symbols. It's just non. It's emojis. I. This is a lot like that movie with Amy Adams, where she spends the whole time trying to work out exactly what the alien language is. Trust me, it is. It's a lot. I think it's called Arrival. It's a lot like that movie. Uh, in fact, it is that movie. In fact, I think they got the idea for it from that movie. I just, I would love working at NASA because this would be such a fun thing to just spend your time, not so much doing this, but coming up with a dumb idea to do it. That's true. I mean, because there are so much, we're always talking about aliens, and especially as of late, I feel like there's been a lot of alien chat mm. a lot over the last maybe two or three weeks. But because for the last, I don't know, however long NASA's been around, it's always you kind of just waiting for something yes. to happen now mm-hmm. that we're not doing a lot of space we're exploration not, anymore. I think it's either get us on Mars as, as something to captivate the public attention or start showing us some aliens. Because yeah. I think if you're going to talk about it this much, we're going to prepare this much, we obviously know something. And and how close are we to the mark with like the cartoony stuff that yes. we've seen before, like the green alien with the big black eyes mm-hmm. and everything? Is that what we're looking at? We're or talking, we- talking signs alien where it looks like bigfoot that's just green like yeah. what are, what are we talking about somebody give me answers or don't don't and I, shut up about it that, that that's, is that's also, the other side of the coin cuz i know i think everyone loves the idea of aliens well i don't know if you love the idea of aliens but like i'm everyone, a big fan pe- of being enslaved people just want to know but mm. they don't actually need to know when it's here can i ask a quick question to you mm-hmm. do you think there would be a more insufferable turd on Earth right now than the one person at NASA that knows the code, that, like, invented the code for them all to try and crack. He's walking around the office right now, coming into the office with a little coffee cup, just... Figured it out, yeah. What are you guys working on? (laughs) Oh, you're not even close. Oh, Oh, and just walking off. Colder, colder. Jerry, you are the worst. (laughs) That was the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. For region workers, compensation specialists, Malaganas, Edwards-Johnson, Canberra's hit 104.7.